Hey, welcome to The Centre Podcast. We're a church based in Dural, Sydney, who love Jesus and want to share the message of hope that he brings for all people. We pray that you're blessed by this word and that it reveals God's love for you in a new way. Enjoy. And it is a good day, a good Friday, a good day. And yet for many, this is a day that divides The cross divides humanity. It did on that first Good Friday. There were the followers of Jesus that were walking, some walking at a distance and wondering what was going to happen to their Lord and Saviour, while there were others shouting, crucify him, crucify him. Even on Golgotha, as Jesus is hanging on that cross, on one side is a thief that was hurling abuse and saying, well, save yourself and save us while you're at it and on the other side another that was saying remember me when you come into your kingdom the cross divides humanity it did even 20 years after the crucifixion apostle paul wrote for the preaching of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing but to us who are being saved it is the power of god to salvation and sadly even in the churches It can divide. The cross can divide. A professor at Union Theological Seminary told those at an interfaith gathering just some years ago, he said, we don't need a theory of atonement at all. I don't think we need folks hanging on crosses and blood dripping and weird stuff. Jesus came to show us how to live, not to die for our sins. That is a complete perversion of what the scriptures teach us. We rejoice today in a God who gave his son as a sacrifice for our sin. In 2012, Keith Getty and Stuart Townsend, the the writers of that great song we just sang, In Christ Alone, they found themselves in the middle of a whole heap of controversy because the Presbyterian church wanted to change the words of their lyrics for a hymnal that they were printing. And they wanted to change the words from, as Jesus died, uh, till on that cross as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. And they wanted to replace those words, till on the cross as Jesus died, the love of God was magnified. And uh, Gideon Townsend said, no, you're not able to change those words yes the love of God was indeed magnified on the cross no doubt about that but the love of God was magnified because on the cross Jesus suffered God's wrath as a penalty of our sin that's why the cross is such good news and yet in many ways we don't want to recognize our sin and even more so, we live in a, way, in a world where all sin is relative. Everything seems to be relative. We've gone from black and white in our world to, to shades of grey. And so it seems to be that so, for so many people that sin is irrelevant. And maybe you're sitting here today thinking much the same thing, that the concept of sin is an outdated subject that the concept that we might need a saviour goes against what you would hold dear. Yes, it does confound our human 
reasoning and our human thinking, doesn't it? You mean just one way to God? We've all got to come via the cross of Calvary. We've got to take forgiveness because of the blood of Jesus. It's opposed to all the human teaching of merit. You mean no matter how hard I work, no matter what type of a righteous life I live, I still need a saviour? It treats all men equally. What do you mean? If the most righteous person that's living and the most vilest of offenders and murderers come to the cross, they receive forgiveness, the same, in the name of Jesus. It's the wonder of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that that should be the case. See, the preaching of the cross goes against what every proud and self-reliant Australian individual would say was logical. See, this is a great day. This is a great day that Jesus would die for us, but it's also a day when many of us might be offended because the good news of forgiveness comes with the bad news. And the bad news is no matter how much we try, no matter what type of righteous life we try to live, we can never measure up. The Bible tells us that all our righteousness is as filthy rags in the sight of a holy God. Only Jesus can provide the way. We're each spiritually bankrupt. And I know there'll be some saying today, well, Brian, I think you're going a bit over the top with all of this. I'm convinced that unless we recognise how lost we are without a saviour, unless we recognise how dire are the consequences of our sin, we won't take hold of the magnificence of God's love for us and the magnitude of God's love for us. This is a good day. It's a day when we can celebrate, celebrate the gospel. So what exactly did happen on the cross? What exactly did happen on the cross? How is it that Jesus' death on the cross can be relevant for you and me even today? Well, I want to illustrate. I want to illustrate what happened on the cross and why it's such a good day. I want you to imagine that uh, this book is a book of your life and my life. And uh, in it um, is page one, the day that we are born. And the final page is the day that we will die, that uh, we will leave this earth. I want you to imagine that uh, every time that you have done something wrong, a wrong deed or a wrong attitude or a wrong thought... It's written in this book. And uh, when we consider that Jesus said that to look on another person with hate in our heart is as bad as having committed murder, or to look at someone else with lust is as bad as committing adultery, I'm sure your book, like my book, would be filled with a lot of dark pages, perhaps pages that you wouldn't want anyone to see. Uh, mine certainly is. I want uh, you to imagine that this hand represents you or me, us individually, and the ceiling represents God. Well, the Bible tells us that between us and God uh, sits this book of sin. 
The Bible calls it the unfavourable record of our deeds. And it separates us from God. And what we know about our God is God is a holy God and God cannot tolerate sin. And that God must punish sin. So we have two problems. The first one is that our sin separates us from God. And the second one is that God will punish sin because God is a God of justice. And we see that written right through the pages of the scripture. I want you to imagine that this hand represents Jesus and the ceiling represents God. Now between Jesus and his heavenly father was no book of sin. The Bible tells us that Jesus was tempted in every way that we are tempted and yet was without sin. What happened on the cross and the reason we can rejoice is that God took my book of sin and your book of sin and your book of sin, the book of sin of each person that is living now, that had ever lived and that will live and placed it on Jesus. The Bible tells us that Jesus himself bore our sin in his body on the cross. It also says that God made him who knew no sin become sin for us. So Jesus was bearing the penalty of our sin or took upon himself our sin. And when God looked at Jesus, God saw Jesus as the most sinful person that had lived. Not because Jesus was sinful, because we know that Jesus was completely sinless, but because Jesus was carrying your sin and my sin. Then what do we know about our Father God? He needs to punish sin. So God poured all his wrath out on his own son on the cross of Calvary. Is it any wonder that Jesus cried, Eloi, Eloi, lama, Sabachthani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you forsaken me? Suffer the consequences of our sin. And I want you to now come back to this hand that represents you and hand that represents me. If Jesus has taken your sin, what now separates you from your heavenly Father, from your Creator. Absolutely nothing. If Jesus has taken your sin. That's why the cross continues to divide humanity. You see, there'll be some that say, you know what, I don't believe any of this stuff. I'm happy to live with the consequences of my sin and to pay the penalty of that myself. But for those who want to take hold of Jesus... This is a good, good day because we are able to say, my sin has been nailed to the cross. I am no longer classed as a sinner. I am living a new life because of the blood of Jesus Christ has washed me clean. That's why when Jesus stood on the cross, he said, it is finished. It is finished.
That's exactly what happened. It is finished. The veil in the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And we have full and free access to come into the presence of our Father. What an amazing opportunity we have, even today, to declare our praise and our thanks to God. That we no longer need to live with guilt and with sin that will bring us down, that we can take hold of the newness of life because of Jesus. Friends, we're going to do something, a time of reflection now. On your, on your seat, you'll find um, a sheet of paper and a pen. And I just invite you for the next uh, three or four minutes or so to take the opportunity to write some things down. And there'll be some uh, things that come up on the screen. Um, it may well be a little letter of thankfulness to God that you can now walk through into the presence of your heavenly Father and give praise and thanks because of Jesus. There might be something that you still have lurking over you. Statistics tell us that Christians can live with a whole lot of self-hatred, a whole lot of lack of assurance because they haven't taken hold of the victory that Jesus had on that cross when he took your sin and mine. So there might be something that you want to write down and you want to lay it there before Jesus. There might be some problems with relationships you're having, some problem getting out, um, something that haunts you from your past, or it could be just a declaration of praise and thankfulness to God. Take the next three or four minutes to write that. And then as we have a time of communion, I'm going to invite you to come up. And if you're wanting to, you can put those in whichever box here at the front of the stage is more convenient to you. And I can assure you at the end of the service, I'm going to go out personally and shred all those. No one's going to get to read them. But it's just a way of you symbolically today laying your praise or your petitions before our God this morning. So I'd invite you to do that. Thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to help others discover this channel. Check out the description if you want to find out more or get in touch with us at the Centre Dural. But in the meantime, praying for God's hand over you as you continue to step into everything Jesus has in store for your life. Be blessed.